Welcome to the Conversations with Christians Engage podcast. Hosted by Bunny Pounds, this podcast is created as part of our ministry to awaken, motivate, educate, and empower believers in Jesus Christ to pray for our nation and elected officials regularly, to vote in every election to impact our culture, and to help us engage our hearts in some form of civic education and involvement for the well-being of our nation. Please share this podcast and our ministry with your family and friends by asking them to take our pledge to pray, vote, and engage. They can take the pledge on our website at christiansengaged.org. We can all change America one heart at a time. We are here to serve you and empower you to be a leader in your community. Today, Bunny is joined by Lewis Hogan, founder of United Cry, as they discuss a statewide prayer meeting in Texas on April 9th called Praying at the Heart of Texas. They will also be discussing the importance of corporate prayer meetings, prayer in church culture, Joel 2, and many other topics. If you want to see complacency shift off your life as it relates to prayer, be sure to stay tuned to this episode. everybody. It's Bunny Pounds. We are in January still. And if you're following us on social media, you're going to see a lot of prayer quotes, 31 days of prayer quotes. And you're going to go one day, oh, I like that guy. Oh, Martin Luther. He's cool. Oh, Mike Bickle. I don't know him. Tim Keller. Who is that? There are going to be people quoted from crossed denominational lines on the importance of prayer. Billy Graham, Corey Ten Boom, you need to check out our social media feeds as it relates to these quotes on prayer because they are so powerful. I mean, I've been so convicted, um, so, so, so convicted by ministry leaders in this generation and ministry leaders in the past talking to us about the importance of prayer. We've started this year with this important topic because, as you know, with Christians Engaged, our first tenet is pray, pray. Now, I know you're thinking, Bunny, you're just trying to be in a Christian buzzword and like talk about prayer. You're really about the vote and the gauge. No, Um, if we do nothing else but pray, we are going to change America, okay? But um, we have to let our prayers turn us into action, right? We become the hands and feet of Jesus. We transform our country by being Jesus, becoming prayer, I taught this um, at our wake-up conference. If you haven't heard my message on history belongs to the intercessors and becoming prayer, you need to listen to that. So with that in mind, I felt it was very appropriate to have my friend Lewis Hogan here from United Cry. Lewis, I'm so excited. Thank you, Bunny. So glad to be here. Oh, I'm so excited. Um, People that have walked with us since the beginning of Christians Engage, which we just launched uh, the first of 2020, know that it, in my heart has been several things. Number one, to join with what God's doing in corporate prayer meetings for America or for states. 
We started in Texas. We are still very focused on Texas, but we are launching national now. We have a group in Pennsylvania starting. We're going to be at March for Life and uh, lots of fun stuff happening on that. But um, talk to us about prayer. You have led so many big events. Um, United Cry did a whole gathering of pastors in Washington, D.C. Can you start with that? I can. Yes, and there's a little bit of history even leading up to that. Please. If you'd like for me to share just real quickly. Because it all just kind of melts together and how the Lord brings everything full circle. So actually, when I was 11 years old, I was sitting with my mom in a church here in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex, the home church I grew up in. We had a guest evangelist that night. In the middle of his sermon, he stopped preaching, and I was sitting next to my mom. He pointed out into where I was sitting in the sanctuary. He said, son, stand up. So I stood up. He said, the Lord wants me to tell you that Joel chapter two is your life message. Oh, wow. And of course, I'm 11 years old. What do you do with that? You know, so I sat back down and, but I had that in my heart as I was growing up through teenage years and so on, and then went into full-time pastoring, youth pastoring. And then we also were senior pastors at a church. And in 2004, and this is leading up to these big events real quickly. In 2004, we're pastoring, senior pastoring a church in Arlington, Texas, and the uh, one Sunday morning, I got to church early by myself just to pray before anyone else got there. I'm sitting on our platform in our church building, and I never had this experience before, but it's, it was a vision the Lord gave me. And the mm. next thing I knew, it was like I, all I could see around me was a prairie field. And this field was full of babies everywhere. And all these babies had their heads thrown back, and they were welling. And the Lord spoke to me and said, I'm showing you every aborted baby in America. There's over 40 million babies in the field. This is in 2004. And they are wailing for justice. The blood is crying up from the ground. Wow. And that vision was over with. But it, that vision really kind of changed the whole trajectory of life and ministry for my wife and I. And through another encounter with the Lord, as he began to speak with us about houses of prayer and places of day and not prayer, that really launched us into what we do now with United Cry that we started in 2012 that led to these two prayer gatherings on the mall in D.C. in 2016 and 17. Uh, really, uh, our, our heart was really for pastors to really yes. be a voice once again in our nation. And pastors used to have a tremendous voice speaking into the culture of our nation, government, yes. politics, all of it. And that has not really been the case the last 50, 60 years in our nation, where I feel like pastors had lost their voice of authority and that we needed to regain that. And it, But it, again, it began with prayer. So we called pastors together on the National Mall in D.C., April the 9th, 2016, uh, with the heart just of repentance, repenting for sins, repenting for national sins, but also praying for the voice of pastors to speak with authority from pulpits once again in our nation. And then, of course, that year was our 2016 election, so we spent a lot of time praying for that two election in 2016 there on the National Mall in D.C., wow. and the same thing in 2017. Uh, our Really, our mandate when we went, did the prayer gathering in 2017 on the Mall was to uh, what the Lord spoke to me. He said, I want to release the spirit of prayer upon the local church in America, that the, the local church needs to pick up that mantle of prayer. So when we went to D.C., that's really was our purpose and plan was to pray into that, inviting pastors to come together. And it was there that we, with I, I did with a few other gentlemen, uh, Brian Allard and a few others, mm. we formed a, a ministry called America Praise with the goal of uniting 40,000 churches nationally in day and night prayer. And we have about 20,000 churches right now that do day and night prayer nationally in about 25 different states. 
So that's kind of the history of what those two prayer gatherings were about and wow. how we really launched out into that. It was just some divine encounters with the Lord. And then that prophetic word in 2011, when really in 2012, or t- excuse me, 2014, uh, when we started planning this, our two prayer gatherings in D.C., this thing of Joel 2, uh, really, the Lord began to speak to me about Joel 2. And break, if, break that out for yeah, us a little, a little bit. bit. Um, you know, ter- we, we think about the feeble ground, you yes. know, tear up the... Way I, the best way I know to put it is that Joel 2, I feel like, is really a it's a prescription for a nation that is sick mm. and uh, for a nation that is in danger, that is sick. And it gives us a prescription. And when you find your nation in that place, what is to be the response of God's people? Of course, it starts out with saying, uh, return to me with wholeheartedness, yes. you know, with yes. uh, rend your hearts and not your garments and to cry out <laughs> to God for mercy. And in that in that text, he talks about, the, the, the scripture talks about uh, solemn assemblies of bringing together everyone. When a nation is in crisis, what is our response to be? Our first response is to be prayer, is to bring together everyone. It says in, in Joel 2, from the nursing babes to the elders, to the priests, to the pastors, bring them all together in the place of prayer and to cry out to God on behalf of the, of the nation, cry out to God for mercy <coughs> on the land. And that's what we did in 2016 and 17, Joel 2, Solemn Assembly Gatherings. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. Well, and then, oh, man, I, hold on, Ryder. <coughs> I'm having a coughing attack here. Hold on. Okay, can you cup that out? Okay. <coughs> Damn. No, I understand. <laughs> I don't know what hit me. I think it's whatever's going around right now. When I mean, you get that, it starts coughing, and Ooh. it's just hard to stop. Okay, okay, I'm heading back. You ready? Okay. So um, we have this Joel 2 response. Right. Where are we right now, Lewis? Um, <laughs> it's an interesting season. Um, we have seen um, a, a lot of our liberties be infringed yeah. on. We've got, I believe, the church is waking up in many ways. In some pockets, yes. the remnants waking up. Right. We're starting to see, you know, we need to pray for our elected officials. We need to pray for our city, our state and nation. Right. We need to tear down the walls of division mm-hmm. between denominations. I mean, we better come together, right? Definitely, without a doubt. <laughs> uh, we better come together. Yes. So um, you guys all gathered in a field in Kansas last year. We did. Tell yeah. us about that and and how that's going to lead us to a prayer gathering we're all going to be a part of in texas and i think you're absolutely right bunny you know when we did our prayer gathering in 2016 on the mall in dc uh we were really very concerned about our nation 2016 of course and we've all been very concerned but if if anything we are more divided i believe Mm -hmm. today uh you know our economy is worse (laughs) the the stripping away of of religious freedom is we can it's so apparent to what has been happening these last year two years and so we're if anything we're in a, even a greater place of needing to come together in prayer so yes. last year uh, there was an initiative called America's Prayer Meeting mm. that took place nationally uh, 28 days of prayer last July and so uh, prayer leaders and churches participated all across America in these 28 days of prayer praying for specifically for America, crying out to God for revival and awakening. It culminated last year on July the 23rd when we did a prayer gathering in a field up outside of Lebanon, Kansas. Lebanon, Kansas. Which that this field is considered the very center point of the nation. And when you get there to this field, actually, 
there's a little white chapel that sits up there that has a sign on it that says the center point of the nation where that little white chapel sits, which wow. is really significant. Yeah. That's crazy. But it's really just like a cow pasture. It really is. So, I mean, we got there. We had, uh, there was a tent set up uh, right at 3,000 intercessors came together right there in that center point of the nation. And in the middle of this pasture field, you know, stepping over all the cow stuff and all of that to get inside this tent to pray together. And it was, but it was powerful. But it was, it was really that thing of crying out to the Lord for God's mm. mercy on our nation, revival, awakening. Because really, ultimately, that is our, our biggest hope, our our only hope. hope, is to see God's a fresh outpouring of the Holy Spirit upon our nation. Yeah. And I believe we're, we're I, I, I'm encouraged because I see pockets of revival happening. I see I some things stirring right now that I believe are, uh, is very significant and encouraging. It is yeah. encouraging. And we, one of our messages has been, you know, to the local church, guys, it's time to become houses of prayer, right? It that is. doesn't mean you go pray for 24 seven, but Correct. you have prayer meetings Correct. that are part of your prayer culture that, you know, your church culture that matters. Sure. And exactly. That, you know, so you guys meet in the middle of Kansas, um, and then there was a word given by somebody that you, we should be all doing this in states, right? right? So part of the vision, uh, when we went to Kansas that day, at the end of it, part of the vision that was released through a prophetic word really was to go back to the center of all 50 states and hold a prayer gathering in 2022 in the center of every state. Wow. And so uh, the way it worked out, I was good friends with the, the gentleman that organized all that, Doug Small. And Doug approached my wife and I said, hey, would United Cry consider doing the first one in Texas? And we felt mm. that it was so significant, the first one in Texas. So I said, well, let, let us so pray about it. the first one in the whole nation? In the whole nation. Oh, wow. The whole nation in okay. Texas. And so when, when Doug mentioned that to me, that date of April the 9th, when we had our first prayer gathering on the mall in D.C. on April the 9th, 2016, was very significant. And mm-hmm. we, when we set that date of April the 9th, we didn't realize the historical significance of that date. And three significant things that happened on that date was the ending of the Civil War, uh, the Civil War at the Appomattox Courthouse in Virginia on April the 9th, 1865. Wow. And then the Azusa Street revival that took place in California, Pasadena, to, was birthed on April the 9th, 1906. And then Dietrich Bonhoeffer was executed as a pastor in Germany on mm. April the 9th, 1945. Everyone knows how much I love Dietrich. Yes. So those three anniversary dates really became the framework for what we did in D.C. and really what was what what we're going to do in uh, the center of Texas on April the 9th. So when we when he asked us to do that, my first thought was, I wonder if there's any chance that April the 9th falls on a Saturday in 2022. And so wow. went and looked at the calendar. Sure enough, it does. So we knew instantly that was to be the date of April the 9th, 2022. And so then we had to find the center of Texas. Where is that located? And basically, it's in Brady, Texas, uh, which is a very central point. And the town motto for Brady is the heart of Texas. So we are literally going to the going to the heart of Texas to wow. hold this all-day prayer gathering, praying for Texas and really for our nation on April the 9th. That's so really I don't happened. know how many people listening to us right now have heard of Brady, Texas, but I had not. Um, and the mayor and the city's kind of thrown open the doors, right? Oh, uh, it's been it's been so amazing. Just the favor of the of the Lord upon from the mayor and the city mm. council, the city manager, just saying, hey, we, we love you coming, doing this. However we can be a help, and you have full use of our facilities and whatever you need to do. So it's we have it in a specific place, Richards Park, there Richards Park. in 
they're in Brady, and the city has been, and the mayor has been just with open arms, really. Awesome. So it has been a tremendous, you know, putting all this together in the favor of the Lord and the favor of, of, the, of the city there has been tremendous. So we're partnering um, with United Cry on this. We're yeah. real excited. Um, we're all going to go. Christians Engage, our leadership is going to go to the field in Brady, Texas, <laughs> and we're all going to pray together. I love this, um, Lewis, because, again, it's cross-denominational lines. It is. Um we should all come as believers, whether you're Catholic, Protestant, Methodist, Church of Christ, Charismatic, Assembly of God, it doesn't matter, Baptist, let's all gather in this field. Now, yeah. what can people expect? And we're going to pray from what, 10 to 4? 10 to 4. Okay. Be the, 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 we're going to have some pre-service stuff happening that morning before, before 10 mm. o'clock. But basically, our, our main prayer thrust will be from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. on that day. And the Lord's been so gracious. We've got we've been able to network with our leaders here in Texas, mm-hmm. uh, uh, different ministries, Doug Stringer and yes. Will Ford, and some of those that some of you may be familiar with, and uh, the Texas Apostolic Council, Cindy Jacobs, and 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 Tom Schleter, and just they're helping us get word out and helping to network and Good. get as many believers uh, to the field there in Kansas as possible. And we really do feel like there's something significant about meeting in the field. Is so significant, and you know, for the last two years, really, what through COVID and what we've gone through, so many we went through the whole thing of everything shutting down, even many many churches shutting down for a season. Yes, where people have been isolated, believers have been isolated, they have been uh, separated, and there is a place, of course. You know, I spend every morning in prayer. I hope everyone does, and yeah. I have a, at home. I do that. But there is a place of corporate prayer that's so significant in this hour uh, of coming together in that place of prayer. You know, there, there's a slogan, uh, if you want to call it a slogan, something I like to say, it's that uh, unity is the basket that carries mm. revival. Yes. And there's something significant about the church, believers coming together in unity with one heart, one purpose, one mind, crying out to the Lord for revival and for awakening. And that's really what April the 9th, is all about is 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 crying out for that. Uh, there, it's really interesting that if I can just share this really yeah, quickly, yeah. Bonnie. Uh, when we started planning this uh, event, uh, how the Lord brings everything full circle. There was a prophetic word that was released in 2006 in a church in uh, uh, in Grand Prairie mm. uh, called uh, Shady Grove Church. Mm-hmm. I was actually there in that. I was on staff at Shady Grove at that time, and didn't realize that. Uh, it, it didn't even enter my mind that this had taken place until someone pointed out to me that there was a man there named Matt Sorger, mm. who is a, a revivalist evangelist. He released a word about when the heart of Texas is revived, it will revive the heart of America. It was a two parts to this prophetic word. Oh, wow. That was the first word, the first part of the word. The second part of the word was how Texas and Dallas are, are key state and key cities to see the culture of death broken over our nation that was released upon our nation on, you know, 1973 yes. when Roe v. Wade at the Supreme Court was uh, national abortion was legalized. It released that culture of death, but Texas was be the key state, Dallas, the key city to really see that broken off of our nation. So when we come to Brady, we'll also be praying for life, of course, yes, uh, and, and the ending of abortion in our nation and praying for revival and awakening. So that's going to be the real center point. Well, it's significant prayers. that this prayer gathering is happening just a few months before <laughs> when we could get a, you a, know, landmark amen. reversal of Roe v. Wade, right? Right in the, right in the middle. Yeah. As we know, they're, they're contemplating making their decision 
right now that will be released in June. So we'll be right in the middle of that period of praying for the ending of abortion, praying for life, yep. protection of life. And, uh, and so I think it's just so significant, the timing of the Lord. Only he can put all these pieces together. It's beyond us, and it just blows my mind to, to see what, how the Lord works and moves. Well, I'm excited, Lewis, because I know there's a lot of people that follow with us and track with us, and many people want it. We're going to be at the March for Life this week. Sure. And we're yeah. airing this on Thursday. We will have our big national launch, um, declaring Christians engage in national ministry um, with Intercessors for America at uh, America First Policy Institute. Amen. And we're going to be on this march, and a lot of our leadership's going, and our Pennsylvania team's coming, and it's a big deal for us. I know there's a lot of people that wanted to come to that, and they wanted to stand up for life, right? Yes. Right now in this critical moment. If we aren't doing that this year, um, you know, where are we right now? <laughs> I mean, yes. you're not paying attention exactly. if you're not standing up yep. for life right now. So this is an opportunity, and I want to encourage everybody to look at the information we're putting out regarding this prayer event and put it on your calendar now. I'm having Lewis on this week because you've got we've got three months yep. to plan. Right. Um, so April 9th, put it on your calendar. Plan on coming down. If you're coming from Dallas-Fort Worth, I'm sure reach out to Shelly, our executive director, and I'm sure there's people that want a carpool or whatever, but plan on coming down and being with us. Now, there's some other people that are going to be praying as they go, there right? Is. So talk about that a little bit. Right. So in addition to, you know, gathering on that day of April the 9th, we have put together, we're having an intercessory team that's going to travel the whole border of Texas, all around the whole border oh, of wow. Texas, the week leading up to April the 9th. Like the southern border or the no, whole the whole, the whole, the whole border from, you know, west Texas, east Texas, oh, wow. north, and then, you know, south. So just praying across the whole border of Texas. It'll take them, you know, it'll take them a while to do that. Yeah. They're going to do that the week leading up to April the 9th. And then we have, we'll have eight teams. They're going to travel from key cities. Uh, some of those will be kind of on the border of Texas, like El Paso, Longview, Wichita Falls, mm. down at Corpus Christi, uh, Romo, Texas. These intercessory teams will be traveling toward Brady that week of April the 9th. And as they travel, they're going to be stopping in little towns, any cities they go through, stopping at courthouses, governmental buildings, uh, national uh, or state uh, landmark type uh, uh, places, yes. and just praying for praying for Texas and praying for our nation along the way to April the 9th. So there's going to be a lot of prayer taking place leading up to April the 9th and, of course, on that day. So, Talk to the naysayers out there, Lewis, that think, what what are y'all doing? You're walking the borders. You're going to government <laughs> buildings. I know okay. you and Rachel lead a prayer meeting at the courthouse yes. in Dallas, right? The original Roe v. Wade courtroom. The original. Right. How does that make a difference? Talk to oh those people that just don't get it. It's like, you guys sound really super spiritual to us right well, now. You know? This is the deal. So I love, Bunny, what your organization, Christians Engaged, Pray, Vote, and Engage. So I truly believe, and I know you do too, that everything we do has to start in the place of prayer. Yes. It has to start in the place of prayer. We need to be hearing the voice of the Lord and being obedient to everything that he speaks to us. We're doing, going to Brady, there's probably 99 reasons why we shouldn't go there or we wouldn't want to go there or whatever it is. But for Rachel and I, and I believe others will hear this, is that the main reason why we're going is because the Lord told, told us. us to do it. Right. We're doing this out of obedience to the Lord. Right. And there, we just know there's significance to this. But it has to start in that place of prayer. But I'm a huge believer that we have to be engaged as believers. 
that we have to be salt and light. We yes. have to engage. We can't just hunker down and hold on till Jesus returns. Right. We have to be engaged in what's happening in our government, in our culture. And so, um, you know, as a child growing up, I used to collect books on the White House, which is, mm. sounds, I know it sounds, oh, I, that's just, awesome. I was just so fascinated with the White House, but the Lord started putting something in my heart, mm. even in this issue of, go, of the love of government and voting. And so everything we've done over, since we started United Cry is to engage believers with, with help launch out uh, voter registration drives in churches. Yes. To get voters uh, or believers registered to vote is unbelievable. And of course, you know that how many believers are not even registered to vote, yes. and much less vote. And if we would just get everyone engaged, we could we could sway every election. I believe that whether yeah. it be school board, mayors, up to the president, you yes. know. And so we have to be engaged. And so there is a place of prayer, but there's also a place of action. Yes. And that's what I love about what you're doing. You're, you're kind of melding all this together. Uh, through your organization, through the prayer, and then also the action. And so there is, uh, I don't know of a more critical time right now that we as believers have to be able to set aside fear mm. and we have to move out in the spirit of the Lord with fearlessness, with courageousness yes, yes. to engage what is happening in our nation because it's, I really believe it's all on the line right now. Yeah, We can see it. It's just, it's all on the line. Which way is it going to go? And I believe the Lord is wanting to touch and bless America once again. Yes. He's wanting to send revival, but he's, I believe he's waiting on the response of the church in America upon believers to, to re-engage and to, and to be a voice speaking uh, into culture in our government. Well, this is important for us to hear because I, I think so many people are looking for their marching orders right now. Right. And I want to encourage you to join us on the field in Brady, Texas, because when we ask, we receive, right? That our sure. joy may be full. Sure. God set it up for us to ask <laughs> right. so that we receive. Um, he says, you know, pray that his will would be done on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. That's right. Well, exactly. we're going to be doing. But I think some of y'all need your next marching orders for the next season. And so part of this is listening to the Lord. And right. I believe the Lord's going to speak to us. Amen. Um, if we all find our place on the wall, just like Nehemiah set teams up on the wall. Yes. <coughs> and put them in their jobs, right? Exactly. If we all do what we're supposed to do, whether that's, you know, teaching the Bible or engaging in party politics or leading prayer mobilization or pastoring a church Amen. or running for city council. I mean, whatever that looks like for exactly. you folks. Um, God can lead us and guide us in that, but it has to start with hearing from him. And that's the only place we seek him and go to is saying, God, I want to hear from you. And it's the place of prayer, right? Amen. Without so, a doubt. Um, I'm excited. There is, if I, I know I'm just doing this here on the, yeah, yeah. Uh, on the fly. If I can find the verse here uh, in Nehemiah, let me see if I can get down to the right verse. I absolutely, Lord just highlighted this to me mm. the other day. And here we go. So, of course, they were having great opposition in rebuilding the wall. Yes. And, and we know the story of Nehemiah. But this verse 14 so stood, after, stood out to me. What chapter? Well, uh, Nehemiah 4. Mm -hmm. Let me start at verse 13, where it says, Therefore, I stationed some of the people behind the lowest points of the wall at the exposed places, posting them by families with their swords, spears, and bows. After I, after I looked things over, I stood up and said to the nobles, the officials, and the rest of the people, do not be afraid of them. Remember the Lord who is great and awesome and fight for your families, your sons, and your daughters 
your wives and your homes. Yes. And the Lord so spoke that to me that we have to have that spirit right now that we're not going to lay back and just, you know, whatever will be, will be. But we need, the Lord wants us to take authority in our own homes, over our families, over our sons, over our daughters, over our cities, and to be a voice. Not, again, not just to lay back and say, you know, let things happen however they may, but to really have that spirit of, I really want to engage. If you want to say a fighting spirit, then you can say a fighting spirit, but that spirit of really engaging through prayer, but then also being a voice and and, and through our actions of engaging. Well, he's breaking off complacency off our hearts. He he is, exactly. And and so I just want to challenge all of us. I, I, I want us to pray, Lewis, if you would pray over us um, specifically for our hearts to come alive and for God to break off this complacent spirit, Yes, you know, or, you know, lack of a better word, laziness, even to seek God. Amen. Like we sometimes don't believe that he's going to speak to us or he's going to meet us. Right. So even the unbelief as it relates to prayer, um, I believe God wants to break that off some people right now Amen. Um, as they listen to us. And and I want to encourage you, by faith, put April 9th on your calendar and join us. Just pursue God in it. You yeah. know, Use it as a step of obedience, Amen. just like, um, Lewis, you and Rachel are being obedient to, and you can help fund this, by the way, uh, to put <laughs> yes. money into Amen. a huge Amen. gathering that yes. is going to cost thousands and thousands of dollars. You're being obedient to lay down your life and your ministry for Amen. that. So everyone that's listening to us, if you feel the urging of the Lord and you're like, I don't even know, I've never even been to something like this. I bet you God's speaking to you right now to join us. Amen. Rafael Cruz will be with us. Yes. Um, Doug Stringer on our board will be with us. So join us uh, in the field. But will you pray over us, Lewis, sure, as we I'd close this out? And let's just pray that God just breaks some unbelief off of Amen. our hearts Amen. and some complacency. Amen. Yeah. Amen. So, Father, we come before you today, Lord. And I, I first of all, I just want to thank you for Bunny Pounds and, Lord, for Christians engaged in this ministry, Lord. That is uh, that it starts with prayer, but it's also uh, engagement, Lord Jesus. It's voting. Father, I do believe in this hour, Father, that you are wanting to break off that spirit of yes. slumber and sleep off of your church, off of your bride, Lord. And we say yes and amen to yes, that today, God. Lord. Father, I pray that in Jesus' name, Lord. I pray, God, that you would speak to all of our hearts so clearly, Lord, in this day that we're living, God, that we are waiting, we're listening to your voice, Father, to receive, as Bunny said, your marching orders, Lord, to move forward, not in defeat and not in despair yes. and not with fear, but to move forward with victory, to move forward with hope, to move forward with encouragement, Lord, because I believe when we when we act on what you speak to us, God, we're in that place of obedience, Lord, your, your, your mercy goes with us, your blessing goes with us, your provision goes with us, your protection goes with us, Lord, and I thank you for that today. So I thank you for everyone that hears this uh, podcast, Lord Jesus, yes, that watches this, but I don't believe it's any accident that anyone who sees this or watches this, Lord, that you are, you are mobilizing your church, you're mobilizing your bride, Lord, and I thank you, God that uh, that that uh, we can move forward, Lord, with uh, faith and with victory today in this season that we're in, Lord. Yes. And Father, I just pray that over each heart, each life, Lord, in, in Jesus' name, mm-hmm. and Father, we thank you, God, that you are uh, going to send a mighty outpouring of your Holy Spirit upon our nation. You're going to send revival. 
and awakening. We can already see pockets of revival and awakening happening, reports of it, Lord, but it's going to be something that continues to grow with intensity. I believe that, Lord, over these next several, uh, this throughout 2022 and these next several years. And we just thank you, God. Yes. I, I, as, as I was thinking the other day, Heavenly Father, I, I feel so privileged to be alive in this hour. Yes, there's, there's darkness and there's a uh, crisis that is happening in our nation, but you're allowing us to be alive in this hour. And even yes. those who have gone before us, our forefathers in the faith, they long to live in the days that we're living, God. So, Father, we don't want to waste these days, but we want to be all about what you're about, what's burning on your heart. So, Father, I pray over each one of us that you would give us that higher perspective, Lord. We're not going to listen to the news and let that dictate what we do and how we move and what we, what we say, Father, but we will say and what dictates what we say and how we move is what you want to reveal to us, what you speak to us. So, Father, I pray for that higher uh, perspective of what you're doing, Lord, yeah. in the earth, and that we can join with you in, with one, in one heart, with one accord, Lord. And I just bless each one uh, watching this today. And thank you for Bunny. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, I just want to encourage y'all to take these quotes that we're putting out on social media this month to take this inspiration and use it, okay? Because they can be just words, but it's really simple to talk to Jesus. I mean, Amen. it's just simple. We overcomplicate it, don't we, Lewis? <laughs> we we do. totally overcomplicate this idea <laughs> yes. of prayer. It's just talking to God and like in your car, you're commuting to your job and you just have a conversation with him and you listen to him. Um, listen to him. We just released um, Kyle Martin's message from our wake up conference. Time. Kyle is the founder of Time to Revive. He's an evangelist, but he preached an incredible message at our wake-up conference this last year on hearing God and obeying. And that's a lot of times what we were talking about earlier. I felt like to talk about, yeah. we need to hear from the Lord yes, right now, Lewis. We, we need to hear from him. And um, the Lord wants to speak to us and then be quick to obey. Yep. Be quick to obey. So find lots of resources on our website. Um, I felt like I was supposed to highlight our books, which I haven't done in a long time. But I specifically wanted to highlight our John 17, my John 17 book. Yay, I know Amen. this is one of your favorite chapters, <laughs> yeah, Lewis. It is. Um, but Jesus' prayer and heart cry for us. I wrote this little seven-day devotional when I was running for Congress, and I just want to encourage you guys to pick this up. I read um, that last week, and it was very encouraging. Aww, well, I did. thank you, Lewis. <laughs> um, another devotional I wrote is Enduring to the End, Overcoming Offenses, Bitterness, and Unforgiveness. This was the aftermath of my race. Um, our Psalms book that you can find on the website. And then this is our newest book called Vote, Your Biblical Guide to the Sacred Responsibility. And we're going to also be putting out a pray and engage book this year. So I'm really excited about this. But you can grab these little books, guys, on our website in our store, and you can get bundles so you can literally pass them out to friends and connect them to Christians Engage that way. So, well, I'm signing up for April 9th. Thank you so much. Um, you guys go to our event page and you'll see the registration to sign up um, with the Hogan's to join us on April 9. And then if you want to volunteer, you want to be a part of our volunteer team, um, connect with Shelly at ChristiansEngage.org. Shelly, S-H-E-L-L-Y at ChristiansEngage.org. It'll also be on the event page. And connect with Shelly, and she's building a team of people that we can help you. Amen. We're that's excited. A, that's a huge blessing. Thank you so much, Bunny. We're excited. Amen. So thank you for joining us, Lewis, and thank it's been you. It's an honor. Bless uh, Rachel and your whole family <laughs> for you. mobilizing prayer.
Thank you so much. Bless you. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Conversations with Christians Engaged. Please subscribe to this podcast so you don't ever miss an episode. Also, please review it and share it with your friends. The easiest way to connect with us is to take the pledge on our website at christiansengaged.org. There you can sign up for our weekly prayer text, our bi-weekly emails, and our voting reminders. Christians Engaged is supported by individuals just like you. Would you consider helping us with a monthly donation or a one-time gift? You can do that quickly at christiansengaged.org. What does America need in this hour? America needs you. We are here to serve you and encourage you as you impact your communities. Let's be Christians engaged for the well-being of our nation.